Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games games released each week. You can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus. Sir, I'm detecting a subspace message. I'll put it on speakers. Subspace, dare to wander. Hello, this is Brina Palencia, voice of Ciel Phantom Hive. You're listening to Mark Who 42. You recognize it? No. Yes, it's me, a dragon flyer. I'm back. I'm back. I took I took a little vacay. I've returned. <laughs> I imagine some of you are cheering and some of you are like you <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's enough out of that. Uh, hey, I'm not here alone. I also have with me. Vicky Jacobowski. Yes, Vicky, I missed you. I miss Aww. our banter. I miss our back and forth. I miss it so much. <laughs> that's because you and I can talk more than the rest of the universe combined. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? It's not just you and me. We also have Zion Kiros. Zion. Good to hear from you as well. As well. I don't know. I missed I, I missed this. I missed this. I miss this. Although sometimes if it's Mark, I'm just like, hmm. No, I'm not missing that. <laughs> I kid, but, I kid, I kid. I miss but it. But this too. was yeah. always but but this was always gonna happen. A Canada event. To say so. Oh, good segue. Good segue. Yes, what he has taught. Uh, leave it to Zion to lead into the subject for today, which is the Spider Verse sequel across the Spider Verse. Right? Yeah, across the Spider Verse. A- I don't know. I'm trying to keep. I think the greatest superhero movie of all time. I see. We can tell. We can tell you how Zion, and you're ready for fight. Okay. Well, thank you, Dukes. Uh, I, I kid. I kid. I kid. 
Yeah, today we're covering Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. No, is it? No, Into the Spider-Verse was the first one. This is Across, across. the Spider-Verse. Yes. Into I know, I had to think about that too. It was like, hold it, which uh, one? No, don't do the titles that close, but then again, I get it. Yeah, no, I get it too. I get it too, although I am, yeah, for me, it's like, uh, uh, okay, wait, the first one was Into, this is Across. The third one, which is supposed to come next year, but, you know, we'll discuss that later, is beyond okay so it's correct into across beyond into across beyond into across beyond into across we can beyond. stop silly i'm back in school i'm back in school i'm back in school again we have to do this to we're having too much fun but yeah let's get into this oh yeah no definitely um so for those you know we need to catch up uh in into the Spider-Verse, we were introduced to Miles Morales uh, making his big animated debut on the screen. Miles was, you know, Miles is, um, you know, he inherited the Spider-Man title after his Spider-Man was killed by the King Ben. He ended up teaming up with multiple Spider-Men from across the dimensions mm -hmm. uh, to stop the King Ben who was trying to open up dimensional portals. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, he found himself, he, you know, managed to save the world and yeah, become, become the new Spider-Man. So this one kind of picks up, what was it? Like a few months? About a, a few, few months. months uh, yeah. Yeah. About a few months. Just um, barely. Yeah. He's been, you know, he's been trying to do the thing, uh, you know, uh, he's been trying to do the thing, you know, being a superhero, balancing school, trying not to tell the parentis, and also <laughs> missing missing his uh, interdimensional crush, Spider-Gwen, which she's still doing Spider-Gwen, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah, because I know that in the comics, they... Um, They've been using the name Ghost Spider. Ghost Spider. So, Interesting. I've never heard that one. Yeah, like I think a couple of years ago, they um, they switched. You know, she she got like a she gave herself a new identity of Ghost Spider, which honestly uh, kind of fits. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, you know, it's. It's something, yeah. It fits. It fits, and and plus, it's like, yeah, that doesn't. It doesn't feel like a um, an identity that could be, you know, a superhero identity that could simply be costly for the regular identity. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. You might not want to call yourself Spider Gwen. It's like, hey, look, there's that girl that looks almost exactly like Spider Gwen, and her name is Gwen. Hey. Well, you know, there is yeah. a few times in this movie that she refers to herself as Spider Woman. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's which is interesting. It's supposed to okay. It's supposed to be like I think it's officially supposed to be like Spider Woman or Spider Girl. It's just the Spider Gwen is an identifier. Yes, I think mm -hmm. you're right. Yeah. Like it's, although, yeah, now calling herself, yeah, I think, I think 
I believe the in-universe explanation the, the ghost spider thing is because she, because she's dimension hopping. Um, yeah, it helps. She keep calls it herself. Yeah, yeah. She calls herself ghost spider because yeah, she can't. Um, you know that way another spider. You know that way if like another spider woman shows up and somebody says, "Hey, spider woman," you don't have like people like yes. We kind of had that. We kind of had something like that in the film proper. But um, plot-wise, yeah, Miles is doing the thing, and he runs into a villain called The Spot. Oh, my God. That is so good, too. The Spot finds out how to jump dimensions, and, well, Spider, you know, Spider-Gwen, who's having her own issues with covering her identity... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, she ends up being outed after facing a Renaissance vulture. Which Wasn't that interesting? Love the, di- cool. the, the Da Vinci design. That was awesome. Yes, that was awesome. I love that. Love that Da Vinci design. And oh man, the the scene where she gets outed in front of her policeman dad, who's like, "Oh, Spider Woman killed Peter Parker." It's like, oh, awkward, awkward family conversation time. Yes. Uh, but she does get saved by uh, a spider woman, Jessica Drew, despite her boss having issues. Do you know what that version reminded me of? That version of Spider Woman uh, reminded me of? Now what? I'm going to show my age. Okay. The original Electric Company. Back then, so yes. Electric Company that had Morgan Freeman. And Rita Moreno yes. also had a Spider-Man that was on it. And, the, and and yes, okay, of course, the costume was horrible. But in in towards the end, they had a Spider-Woman. And she had the same, not quite as cool outfit. She wasn't pregnant. But um, it just, it looked very much like her. Even the Afro was the same. And it just was like, oh, my childhood. So- yep. <laughs> I, would, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that looks like the basis. Yeah, you, you kind of wonder. The electric company. I've never heard of that. Really? The, the electric yeah. company? The original it electric was a, company? Yeah, it was in the 70s on PBS. And it, it often followed Sesame Street, but it was more for the the teens and the tweens and it was actually where where morgan freeman got his first big breaks outside of the stage and it was a resurgence for rita moreno because you know she was this big star and then they didn't know what to do with her because you know hollywood and anyone of color struggled um so it just it gave her a resurgence gave i mean and it's a funny story because Morgan Freeman, I want to say, was already in his late 30s, early 40s by the time he did Electric Company. Um, Interesting. You know, relatively yeah. speaking, he was late to the game, but it just, and they would tell us how to spell and how to count and do all that other things, but with kind of a cool vibe as opposed to, and I love Sesame Street too, but, you know, it was, it was a slightly different vibe. And it's just one of those things that I always thought that they were, um, as a kid, I thought they were two sides to the same coin, and I loved it. And 
I don't know. That might be where I got my first idea to read comic books because I would have watched Electric Company when I was five, six, seven years old. So, <laughs> you know what? Actually, uh, it's funny because yeah, I did. I did do the PBS thing as a child. I did do, uh, elect. You know, I did Electric Company. I did. I did. You know, I. I remember. It's like I would watch Sesame Street. Electric Company came like right on right after. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you know, you you had the one-two punch, and you know, or you had, yeah, it was that Mr. Rogers, and they replayed those you know, forever. It's... Yeah, Mr. Rogers was oh, in yeah. the lineup too. Yep, Mr. Yes. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the uh, the spot. It's yes. hilarious, right? Yes. From his conception, no one took him seriously. Even yeah. when I was like reading him, what he he came in around like what the eighties or so. I oh, don't yeah. remember yeah, no, no, no. I, I, but uh, I was reading his uh, his his first appearance. I, I just came across it like what years ago, but Spider Man didn't take him seriously. My friend didn't take him seriously, and I'm just like, look, look at him. There's there's giant potential here. Look, and I feel like and they he, really did that in this. They maximized his potential. It's incredible yeah. what they did with this character. I love I love the fact that they tied him in. The multiverse. Yes. That they use. I think in, it was perfect. You know, in the comics, I mean, basically, he just uses it to, you know, he it's just a means of travel and just having weird fights with superheroes where, you know, we're like, yeah, they, they punch him and it goes into, you know, the, the fist comes back. But it's like, it's like, oh, it's the multiverse. And I love that they tied him back in also with. First, um, first hill. You know, he talks. He's like, "You throw finger on my head," yeah. and it's like, "Oh, oh, geez." You know, it's like, "Oh, wait." You know, so it's like, so yeah, it makes you want to go back, see the guy that got the right. finger thrown on his head, and be like, "Oh, yeah, there's Jonathan Holm." Yeah, and it's great because I, I saw my, my first exposure to the spot, '90s Spider-Man cartoon. Mm. the one that you know the one that was on fox the one that had christopher daniel barnes spider-man and exactly exactly you know that was my first that was my first exposure to the spot and then to find out that he's actually in the comics and then to find out he's actually been in the comics for like a decade before he made his animated series debut it's like whoa, whoa hold on you know, getting this obscure character and putting him in the spotlight. Wow. Yeah. And I love the arc. I love the fact that we get to see him go from a joke, which he absolutely was, to this oh, Lord, ma- maniacal, yes. it can't get much worse than him because he could destroy every multiverse, you know, every universe in the multiverse if he so desired. I mean, that's just scary. Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. But they that's, did that's, such that's, a that's good thing, yeah. Job with that, that you know, you're laughing at him in the beginning, and by the end of the show, you're like, oh shoot, he's gonna be, um, yeah. he's gonna mess a lot of things up. This is gonna be, yeah, this 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 is now a problem, yeah. And um, um, this is one of those those things that. The incredible job. I haven't used incredible. Like, there's a different word for this. The just the job mm-hmm. that they did with the animation. Like, if you put oh. the spot 
in the best of the best MCU movie, it wouldn't be the same way as he's portrayed here. You wouldn't feel yes. the same because he, he he's just a guy in a suit that's using um portal powers that Doctor Strange has done already. But with animation, you could do so much more. Yes, and they maximize yes. it. I, yes. I, I, I feel like that. I, I'm saying that through, through this entire thing, they maximized this movie's entire entirety. Yes. And here and here, I thought we'd talk. And you know, don't worry, don't worry folks. We're not all of a sudden talking about Rise of Peace. <laughs> we're not talking about the Transformers sequel. But um, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just. Oh, it is. Yeah, no, it's it's making making a joke character and turning him into an actual like. Yes. That that is just. That's I like beautiful. it when sometimes there's those close ups of him and you can see the sketch lines. Mm-hmm. Yes. That yes. it just that's... it the visual art of this entire movie is so magical, and I think it's why doing it in animation makes it so much better than it could possibly be as a live action because you have all the different animation styles. Every character has a different style. Every character has a kind of a different theme. And then when you throw in those little live bits, you kind of go, it's perfect. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's, it's the animation styles was the thing that caught me. Yeah. Like, you know, that was the first thing that caught me is the fact that, all these different animation styles now you know spider punk has that weird kind of oh i know you know great pistols um, yes yes yeah no you have uh you know you have um you also have uh you know the, the sketchiness the kind of da vinci um right it feels like he's like, made on parchment with the sepia ink Without a doubt, right, exactly, and exactly. His designs yeah, I, I like... and his weapons fit with something mm. that you could see Da Vinci designing. Yes, exactly, and uh, exactly, and that's why I, lo- I, I just, I love it. I love the, the look, the aesthetic, the yeah. I love, yeah. I love, you know, I just love how everybody has that difference. Uh, and to top it off, know. um, um, there was a scene where he was throwing a, a bomb, right? And again, yeah. in any other animated movie, he's just throwing the bomb. But in this movie, right. it's the diagrams is the yes. blueprints of the bomb. And I'm like, oh my yes. goodness. This yes. Is, this is incredible. Yes. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Um and man, talking about so yeah, I I you know, I mentioned this. I love the little spiders that we got that we got like starting with um you know we already talked about jessica drew i love spider punk i love like his yes. vibe i love and it made sense you know as we you know as we kept he's a team that. player but he's subversive he's yep. he's you know screw the establishment but and and it just i love it when miles goes oh my god without your mask you're even cooler you know, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, and he was. Um, I mean, it's just like, oh yeah, I'd hang with you. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'd hang with you. Yeah, yeah, no, I just, I love Spider-Man India. That was oh my Spider-Man lord, India. Um, that, was that whole Bollywood scene because that's what it was. It was this gigantor Bollywood, and of course, it's before anything bad has happened. It's before yep. all the canon stuff that has to happen happens, and he's uh, so happy. 
and he's so filled with joy and everything about it is correct and realistic. And I just, I don't know. I enjoyed the heck out of that whole time. The only thing that I was sad about is they didn't break out and dance and song. (laughs) They missed that bit. Don't they know that's a requisite? You know what? I, um, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised actually. If, um, if in the, uh, in, like in the sequels, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if in the sequel, yeah, please, you know, like at the end, Will's been saved and right. you just have, um, you know, you just have like, um, you know, you get like one little bit of baton or whatever it's called. You just get one little glimpse of it. Yeah. And he's dancing because it's like, oh, the world's been saved. It's like, oh, Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> you know, you but know the what? design of that costume. Yeah. Oh my oh gosh, my Lord! Wasn't yeah. that one and of the most gorgeous a... things you'd ever seen? Yeah, no. And here's like Spider-Man India does have like a comic book counterpart. Yeah, that it's like yeah, it's just so different because it's you know you basically have. Um, you know, you have like it's just basically yeah, like the Spider-Man outfit with like a skirt, you know, a couple of little things here and there. Right. This was just so visually distinctive that I'm just like, wow. That oh, yes. is so that's cool. That is it, really cool. It was a superior redesign. Yes. Yes. I absolutely agree. Because I feel like they um it was informed. It was far more accurate. And it wasn't a caricature. You know, you, you actually felt like, okay, here's somebody who understands this culture. They probably got some very good um, uh, input from people who actually knew what they were doing. And, you know, when you think about some of the stuff, you know, growing up with some of the uh, older comic books and seeing now that they're going, okay, well, you know what? We want to embrace the culture. And I love some of the biting comments like, oh, another Westerner out here in India trying to get enlightenment. You know, how stereotypical can you be? You know, <laughs> <laughs> it made, I just, it was hard not to just die of hysterics because it was so sublime and beautiful. And I just, I, I want to see more now. I, I just, isn't that wild the way that this movie moved in so many great ways? Oh, and yeah. I, oh, I yeah. think we all agree that, again, the, the, the doing it as an animation, and people like to discount animation in the wrong. Oh, yes. I animation. I, I really do. Has a place. And it can be just as powerful and just as amazing as um, uh, as a quote unquote live action. Some things actually would be more powerful as yeah. an animation. This would, would yeah. not be as powerful as a quote unquote live action. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have the visual style. No, the, no matter how know. hard you tried, it just wouldn't be yeah. enough. No, and so would, I applaud it, it them, and also, I applaud the fact um, that it's going to be a trio. Oh yeah, yeah so a trilogy. Yes, this is interesting. But also, I want to say something. 
Um, because yeah. we haven't talked about this yet. So this movie, just just for the outside person, is an incredible movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but as a comic book reader, this is next level. Yes. I, you know, it, it, it's funny. I never had any reaction to the comic code authority symbol. Yeah. But the fact that they put that yes. in the in the beginning. <laughs> That told me everything about what this movie was going to be. Yes. You see how, 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 how jokes where, where people laugh? I was the only one laughing there. That was hilarious. Yes. Yeah. I did too. And, yep. and no, I, saw I had that to explain like, it to ah, my yeah. um, son afterwards. It uh-huh. just, you know, that code that came in I don't know, late 50s, mid 50s, something like that. Yeah, it was after Friedrich Wortham had a, had like a, yeah, after, after he basically was like, comics are corrupting their children. Yeah. Wow, where have we heard that before? I know, it's always (laughs) someone else's fault. Um, (laughs) Sorry. And it just, I thought that that being on there was, again, part of the subversiveness, part of the, the beauty of it um it was like thank you for that little bit because to anyone who read comic books because that that thing was on there for decades and decades i think it only they finally stopped doing it only recently didn't they like in the last yes since within about the last last like 20 years or so yeah you know what this unfortunately our conversation cannot last uh, oh! 20 years or decades. We do have to go to commercial. But hey, when we come back, it's more about uh, Spider-Verse, especially because, wow, we got, we got plenty more Spider-Man to talk about. Holy cow. <laughs> Youch. Yowza. <laughs> Don't go away. Don't go away. We'll, we'll be, be back, back with more Mark Who 42 after this. Uh, stand by, Houston. We are receiving signals from subspace. You are listening to Mark Who 42's Universe. Welcome to Mark Who 42. Welcome back. Hope you grabbed a snack. Hope you went. Hope you went. Uh, hope you went before you came back. You know what I mean. I'm not going to use other language. Family show. Family show, and you guys aren't five. But hey, but here's the question, though. Is this Mark Who 42 from 616? Mark Who 42 from 928? Mark Who 42 from 666? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'm going to tell you. All I got to say is I just made another joke because we're jumping into the multiverse. Uh, actually, the Spider-Verse, because we're talking about the Spider-Verse sequel, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. If you were here for uh, the first half, you know, we talked about uh miles where he is we talked about gwen we talked about renaissance era vultures we talked about the spot we've talked about spider-man india we talked a little bit about spider punk we've talked about a whole bunch of spider men and women but you know what are we done yet is that all the spider women that we have oh good heavens no (laughs) we have barely scratched the surface I think, but I think though to start off this half, we do need to talk about the big uh, alternate universe Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2099. 
Um, uh, first off, I love the fact that they got Oscar Isaacs to voice him. I yes. love that Oscar Isaacs. I love that Spider-Man 2099 first appeared uh, in an end credits scene in, mm-hmm. in Spider-Verse. It was still Oscar Isaacs. Uh, and then I love how they expanded his role here. Uh, it turns out that the the army of multiversal Spider-Men, he's in charge of it. And in what what I found interesting though, is that in many ways, he's really the second antagonist of this film. Yes, yeah. very I mean, true. You know the whole the whole thing is, is that he explains to Miles that there are things called canon events. Events that must happen. It's the Spider-Verse version of uh, fixed moments in time. It is the perfect you know, in, Yep. The I know, I know that, uh, yep. I know that, uh, you know, we talked about Spider-Man India. One of the things that happens in Spider-Man India is that Miles rescues um, the Spider-Man India equivalent of, I think it was George Stacy, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, he rescues Spider-Man India's version of George Stacy, who was supposed to die in a bridge collapse, but instead, you know, instead he saves him, and apparently that opens up a portal that's destabilizing that reality. And, you know, you see a bunch of Spider-Men show up trying to, you know, trying to figure a way to stabilize it. Yeah. What 2099 says is that every Spider-Man has to have that element of tragedy, lest their reality collapse so it's like that's supposed to explain why we always have uncle ben dying or this person dying Mm. or the fact that you know uh miles had his uncle aaron and it's like it's it's one of these things you know he tries to kind of set it up as uh it's for the greater good type of deal right and it's like miles is like no no we can't just let tragedy happen we have to at least try uh, you know, a bunch of the Spider-Men are like, well, no, you know, Miles, you know, uh, Miguel has a point, and you know, other Spider-Men are kind of hesitant. I know Gwen really doesn't want that to be the case, right? Um, one thing actually that I found, you know, and it's interesting because you know, cut to the end of the film, and Gwen actually finally gets a chance to have a heart-to-heart with her dad, and finds out yeah. that he quit the police force, and it's like right there you have that. You know, that kind of little uh, hole. Variant? You know, that little variation that it's like, maybe it doesn't have to be. The other thing right. that gets me, though, is, see, I'm I'm very familiar with Spider-Man 2099 because back in, I want to say it was 92, that Marvel started doing 2099 comics. Yeah, I heard about that. I read I read Spider-Man 2099. And here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's the dirty secret. And I wonder if this will come into play. There is no canon event, at least for the comic version of Miguel O'Hara. He oh. Didn't have, like, he didn't have, he did not have a dead Uncle Ben. His dad had passed away before the events of the, uh, of the comic book, but his dad was a jerk. Like his Is dad it more was just of a... the death or the loss of a love. Well, see, that's the... he 
lose a wife or girlfriend or something in the comic? Or am I remembering someone else? You know what? Yes. Yes, because he did. uh, He had a girlfriend that, you know, they eventually split up and she was killed by the 2099 equivalent of Venom. But this is the thing, though. That happened very late in the book. That happened after he was Spider-Man for a good while. So then it makes you wonder why is he so gung-ho? Now, of course, in the movie, you have a different story and it's the loss of a family and then he goes and gets the family back, but you know, it's it's the um, you know, it, it the world ends up collapsing on itself, kind of like in Doctor Strange multiverse is that, you know, you cause death and destruction. Except that I think it's awfully hubris of him to go, oh, well, I caused death and destruction, so nobody else can. Right, yeah. No, and, and not to mention the fact that we have another thing in the film that would kind of punch a hole in uh, Miguel O'Hara's logic. And that's, again, you know, sorry to jump forward, but the movie basically ends on a cliffhanger because you have right. when you know, Gwen decides to gather up her own team of spider people to try and save Miles. Right. Because, you know, Miguel now has a mat on for him. Miles ends up in another dimension. Like, he thinks he's he's heading home to save his dad, but he ends up in another dimension. And in Yeah, this that one, was wild. Yeah, Miles Morales has become the Prowler. His Uncle Aaron's alive, but he's working for his nephew, who's like, this you know big yes. criminal and the one who's dead is actually miles dad miles's dad is the one who's dead the thing that is interesting because it's like okay so there's the canon event but yeah. wait a minute if that's the case why is miles a villain in this timeline yes like this actually throws you know this actually throws. and miguel claims that peter yeah. parker in earth 42 should have become but it kind of makes you think that maybe miles was the one in earth 42 who should have become the spider-man as opposed to the villain because everything that was set up kind of screams that earth 42's miles should have been the one to get bit so it should have still been a miles and miguel's yeah. assertion it should have been peter is wrong yeah, you know, well, and I realize that there's a lot like, of things going on, but it's like yeah. Miguel thinks he knows what's what's right and what's not. But then you look at all the different, you know, uh, we yeah. we have the the clone Spider Mans, we've got the one off Spider Mans. I mean, not not all of these are Peters, and not all yeah, of these not, well, are tragedy. Yeah, like yeah. I know that. Um, well, like I know also, you know, if we want to, if we want to dip the comics, um, there was a Peter Parker from. Uh, there's a book called 1602, written by Neil Gaiman, which has Marvel heroes being created in the year 1602 AD. And, oh you know, wow! You still, Peter, you still have a Peter Parker there, and to the best of my knowledge, he doesn't have like an Uncle Ben event. I think he. He got, you know, I know that at the end of, there was like maybe two different minis that take place in 1602. And I know at the end of, uh, at the end of that, he gets bitten. Now, 
I suppose the canon event for him is not his uncle Ben, but he was uh, he was like helping the sixteen oh two equivalent of Doctor Strange, who was wow. arrested and beheaded. So it's like okay, maybe that's the canon event. But you know, there's like yeah, there's all these Peters, and it's like all these Peters and Mileses and. Gwen's and Aunt May's and Flash Do you kind Thompson. of feel like Miguel is so hyper-focused that, you know, he can't see the forest for the trees? You, you know, when he's looking at the multiverse and then he's looking at the Spider-Verse intertwined with the multiverse and yeah. he shows us that tree that we've seen before in Loki and in Doctor Strange and um and in spider-man no way home you know we've seen this and then he shows that spider-verse which by the way just a side note holy crap that was amazing um but we'll get into that in a minute (laughs) but is that that miguel who's made himself the keeper of the flame he's made himself you know the one who remains that he's again so obsessive and hyper-focused even though he is surrounded by variations, he has decided that Miles should never have existed as a spider. And that decision and that myopic obsession is is just making him make bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. And he's wrong. Yeah, especially because it's like, here's the thing, you know, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, my, you know, Miles had no control over being bitten by a radioactive spider that came from another dimension. Right. You know, it's like, you know, and it's like, okay, smart guy. So if Miles isn't supposed to be a Spider-Man, how are you supposed to fix this? You know, yeah. and it's like, and it's like, oh, your solution is kill his dad. It's like, okay, wow. It's, you know, geez Louise. <laughs> it's like, what, what, are you from the bubonic plague where they used to like, yeah up in their houses you know it's like how awful can you be yeah it's like what the heck i must kill the world seriously people get over yourselves yep by the way i just i love that one of the uh one of the spiders is ben riley (laughs) i love that they threw in ben riley from the clone wars and i actually like andy samberg you know just being all you know overly dramatic yes i just thought that's that's a, that's just such a great little you know a great little bit here you know having a, an overly dramatic andy samberg um well you wouldn't know, you hopefully... say that the five bazillion spider-men are just absolutely wonderful oh, everything yeah. about no, that trying to see how many of them you could there's recognize like, yeah you know and and by the way i love kudos to the filmmakers for doing us a favor and having moments where the Spider-Men are ID'd. Yes! So it's like, yeah. oh, okay, so yeah, okay, so that is who that is. Right, so I was right. You know, it's like, they didn't they didn't do that in the previews, but at least here, it's like, oh, okay, we can recognize the Spider-Men, yay! <laughs> yay, they actually ID'd them. Um, I have to admit, though, there was one Spider-Man that I was hoping would show up he didn't show up, and I'm like, please tell me they'll have him show up and be on the Spider-Verse. 
Mm. We needed the Spider-Man, the Japanese Spider-Man with the giant robot. <laughs> I, know we have, I know we have Penny Parker. I know we have Penny Parker, but damn it, we need the Spider-Man with the giant mech. Come on. I would That's watch right that. There. That's right the there. Plan, I mean, the plan, you could have, I mean, figure. Follow Spider-Verse because, oh, because Morgan destroyed it. Well, I mean, you know, he could have, hey, he could have built a new one. You know, this, yeah. this, you, this you is could get, yeah. And not to mention, this is, this is, we're dealing with a multiverse. They could also pull <laughs> yeah. a Japanese Spider-Man with a giant mech from a universe where it wasn't destroyed. I mean, come on, man. True. Come There's on. Think of how do. cool, think of how cool the Spider-Man chase throughout Earth, uh, you know, throughout New York. You know, you have all these Spider-Man chasing oh, Miles. Oh my God, that was imagine so Miles, good. Imagine Miles thinking he's home free. And then all of a sudden, this giant mech shows up, and then <laughs> out pops the Japanese Spider-Man going, "I am ambassador from hell." It's like, what? <laughs> Come on, man! Uh, uh, yeah, give just, us the ambassador from there hell. There was so much I enjoyed in that world. There was, I, I just all these different um, spiders, which you know. I'm sad to say I only knew a few, but I was excited to then go and research further and see, oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting one. And I just, I don't know. I, I just loved it. I thought it was so well done. And even though you had this plethora of Spider-Men and women and children and cars, and <laughs> it just, you, you, they gave each character their character, even as they were, you know, following in mass. You still could distinguish different people and different things, and that was so much yeah. fun. Oh yeah, yeah, and of course you got to love the stop Spider-Man, and everybody's pointing at each other. Which one? <laughs> Which one? That was so uh, yeah. good. That or was beyond good. Yeah. You know the yep. the, uh, the amount of respect that this movie has shown for just the mythos of Spider-Man just across mm. all media. It's really yep. incredible. Yep. Like, um, we all talked about the um, canon events. And, then, and like, the way that yeah. they put it in there is like, so, it's so seamless. Okay, um, yeah. Miles saves, saves, uh, 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 saves, uh, saves the um, Indian police captain. Cool. Right. And then... You, as a comic book reader, are reminded about, um, what was it, um, Amazing Spider-Man 90? That's what he said, right? Where uh, kind of Stacy dies? And oh. then you're like, oh, oh, yeah, that is supposed to happen. But yeah, that does always happen, doesn't it? And, yeah. like, it, 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 it's just the fact that, like, it was just shown, just, it's, it's just a normal Spider-Man thing. Spider-Man saves, saves the day. No. Comics. Not always. Comics. Yeah, not always. And like, but... like, like, um, like, like with Gwen, right? Um, every scene with Gwen is in the same art style as the, as, as the 2015 comic. And it, it's weird that it, it took me a while to, to realize that when I was sitting there, I was like, where have I seen this before? I'm like, wait, this is literally the covers. This is literally the book. Yep. Yes. And it's yep. beautiful. And I'm like, wow, the amount of work and respect that this thing puts in is really incredible. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Yeah. And I know that, you know, I know that Dan Slott, who actually wrote the original uh Spider-Verse story, mm-hmm. he's been on Cloud Nine. You know, he's he, he's loved it. He's loved what they've done with it. Oh yeah, I I bet. See, see like that's one thing that I, I I wonder. We have all these Spider-Man here, but we're missing Spider-Man six one six, and they uh-huh. know that they're they're holding on to it. And it, and I want to I I do want to know what they're gonna do with it because like I I was thinking, is there gonna be any live action? Sure enough, there's Donald Glover as Prowl. Yes. Oh well, yeah, that no, we also, we did, no, and we also did. We did have yeah, we had Donald Glover's like his ver you know, it's like another version of Prowler. Uh you know, I do love I I do love the, the fact that he interacted with Miles and you have like a hey, it's impolite to stare. Uh, you know, or, when, or when somebody's saying you know, or how he joins in on the booze and but like just very nonchalantly, he's like, boo. Yes. Uh, you know, I thought I thought that was a fun. That was cool. I like that they used footage from um, from you know the Tobey Maguire and the yes. Andrew Garfield uh, mm-hmm. Spider-Man movies. You know, I do love that they made a reference to No Way Home. Yes. And they used. And here's the thing that got me: they used the designation, the actual the yes. multiversal designation of the uh yeah, mcu yeah of the mcu yep and you know you just gotta love uh you just gotta love miguel just being all mad you know and just being like ah yes. that spider-man and that you know and that wizard from you know so yeah, how just, dare they screw love. with my system yep yep that was you know that was great i love you know there's still yeah you could still have a spider-man that is supposed to be 616, you may be able to slip one in there. You may be able to slip him in there. You might be able to have Tom Holland show up. I mean, who knows? Who knows what they got in mind? Yeah. You know, because we, we still have like an entire, we still have like an entire movie to go. Um, right. I do know, I do know. Okay, so I saw, I didn't get a chance to read the article, but I saw that someone was saying, you know, oh, there's not, you know, I don't know if there's a chance that it could actually be all done by uh, 2024. Um, what I'm hoping is the article's just clickbait. I do know that we're in, you know, and then supposedly, uh, you know, like Haley St- Stanfeld has said she hasn't recorded anything yet. Um, it could be, you know, it, it could be one of these things where they're just saying that and yeah you know we'll still get it on time it could be that the current writer's yeah. strike has kind of nailed stuff yeah. so you know it's yeah i don't know i don't know but hopefully we get it sooner rather than later you know hopefully we do get it like in a decent amount of time and we're not right. sitting here for too long with a massive cliffhanger um because yeah, yeah I've, i agree I, i've just so i've just so enjoyed this and i've just so enjoyed the fact that they 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 really went all in for the multiverse concept. You know, I know that this is, I know that this is the, um, this is the one of two movies that we have uh, this, you know, this summer that 
deal with the multiverse, or at least act like they deal with the multiverse. And so far, you know, so far, I got it. Like, I have to see the other one, which is, you know, the Flash. Right. So I haven't far, seen though, it yet either. Yeah. Same. So far, though, so far, though, I would have to say that this is in the lead. Yes. Absolutely. This um, is definitely in the some lead. Some of the this things is... that, that I've been hearing from people who have seen it, it just, this is by far the superior uh, multiverse film. And it's a very good film, even, you know, not even addressing it as part of the multiverse, not even, um, I mean, it's good for a film, it's good for an MCU film, it's good for yeah. a non-MCU film. Um, it's just so well made, so well written, that it's kind of like, um, well, it's kind of why it's, it's, it's an almost perfect film. Everyone yep. can enjoy this. Everyone, like I said, you know, um, my son's girlfriend, who is not as familiar with all this stuff as we are, she actually enjoyed herself. And she knew virtually none of the, the backstories and everything else. That, to me, is a sign of a good film, that both the yes. fans of an existing mm -hmm. product and new fans can be made. Yes. Yes, definitely. No, yeah, I... I feel that one. I feel that one, yeah. and I I have to agree. I have to agree that it is definitely something. And it it you know what it embraced like it embraced the idea of the multiverse. Uh huh. Without, um, you know, without the uh, you know, without being confusing. Without you know, it showed that it could work. It showed that yes. it could work. Yes. I know I've heard I've heard so many times. It's like, well, the problem is you have to do it in a way that won't confuse people. It's like, well, this did it. Guess what? They just set up the bar. Yep. It's actually much easier than people think it is. Yep. But it, there yep. is the, you know, you throw in the jokes. And I think that's one of the things that Spider-Man has always had. There's a humor to Spider-Man, there's a heart to spider-man there's a tragedy which is probably why spider-man is so well liked by so many people across the globe yeah. um whether you're male well, female old young it's because we can yeah. identify with some part of him well also you have the tragedy part but it's not you know unlike certain unlike certain other heroes who shall remain nameless right, right. Uh, you know <laughs> it's not like you know it's not like my life is tragedy. I wouldn't right. blame somebody from having the tragedy as well. It's like, no, no, it's just, it's like, yeah, it's, it, it's awful. You know, I lost, I lost, you know, I lost this person, you know, in my life, right. it's awful, but you know, it's not dwelling on it, you know, right. it's not, you know, which is not, to, you know, which is not to say it's like, which is not to say, you know, well, kids, if you lose grandma, just move on. Move it's on. like, no, no, you, you know, you, you know, of course, you mourn, but you, you know, it's like, yeah, the other thing is, is that you do have a certain point where it's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I am going to, uh, you know, life goes on. Yes. Life goes on. And I think on, that Peter Parker to, gives you know, us a, a glimpse into life is full of tragedies. It's how you deal yeah. with it and how you move forward. That's what becomes important. Yes. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Boom. Boom goes the dynamite. Definitely. You, you hit the nail right on the head, Vicky. I think that's uh, uh, one of the beautiful things about Spider-Man. And it doesn't happen overnight, which is also a beautiful thing. It, yeah. it just, he struggles with it. He decides he needs to make sure that the death of his uncle or the death of his uh, of of yeah. uh, Captain Space uh, Stacy is or um, Gwen death of Gwen too or Gwen that's right because we have all of those that happen in the various um, universes and when you think yeah. about it it just becomes a how do you deal with tragedy and how do you get better and better and I feel that the miles that we have at least the fairly the beginning of of this this film when we're focusing on miles um versus the beginning of the last film he was struggling he was trying to figure out who he was he was trying to you know that that origin story that we all have and in this film he's now in his groove which of course means something has to disturb the groove but he's finally in a groove he knows what he needs to do he knows what his responsibilities are even though it does kind of get into screwing up his life a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the life of a, well, that's also the life of a superhero. I mean, it how many is. times, you know, you do, this is you what do it would something be like and then all of a sudden, you were yeah. a superhero. Yep. I it's mean, not gotta, all glamour. You know, yep. It's trying to get the, yeah, it's trying to get the, the congratulatory cake to your dad without it have, being smushed. Oh, I know. That was so sad. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. And on that, on that note, uh, if you're listening to us on Odyssey Radio, uh, sorry, but we are going to have to close things off for today, for, to, for this week. But we will be back, you know, with new episodes. Uh, however, of course, if you're listening to us on other platforms, we will have more. So, you know, please stick around or, you know, just, yeah, don't leave because we will be talking more about uh, Spider-Verse and also you know, some, another momentous event in uh, Spider-Man history. So, you know, on Odyssey Radio, you know, I've been Eduardo M. Fryer. Great to be back with Vicky Jacobowski and Zion Kiros. And uh, hope you can join us for the extra innings over on uh, the other feeds. Thanks for listening to Mark Crew 42's Universe featuring Mark Baumgarten, Eduardo M. Fryer, Vicky Jakubowski, and Zion Kuros. This show was produced and directed by Mark Baumgarten. If you'd like to get in touch with us, go to our Facebook page or email us at markcrew42s.universe at gmail.com. Our radio show airs weekly on Subspace Radio Network at www. Dot subspace dot radio and an iHeartRadio. You can listen to our old shows at our website, markhoop42.com, and many podcast platforms such as iTunes, Audible, and Pandora. And if you want to hear shows dating back to 2012 with over 150 celebrity interviews, try our YouTube page, Marku42. Marku42's Universe, copyrighted 2023. Subspace. Dare to wonder.